City. It's your man, Big Pat, the voice of your Charlotte Hornets. And you're listening to the All Hornets Podcast Network, presented by Sports Illustrated. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to a solo episode of The Stinger. I'm your host, James Plowright. And I'm bringing you immediate reactions to the return of Miles Bridges. Uh, 583 days. Last time we saw him, I believe, was when he was thrown out of the game in the Atlanta Hawks playing tournament. Um, and he ended up throwing his gum shield at a fan, if everyone remembers that. At the time, we were worried about that. Little did we know uh, what we had ahead for us over the next literally almost two years. Um Miles Bridges returned against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and just before we get onto the game itself, I want to talk a little bit about some of his media comments before the game. Um, obviously, it was the first time he's spoken to the media, I think, since media day. Um, you know, he didn't say too much, but I have to say there was one quote which was definitely a poor choice of words. I mean, and I'll read it here. Um, and this is obviously seen the rounds now. So if you're listening to this, you've probably seen this already. I feel like if I can get to some more wins, I feel like people's perspective will change a little bit on me. Um, which, wow. Just a horrific quote, right? Irrelevant of where you sit on Miles Bridges, you think he should get a second chance, you think he shouldn't, whatever. I think it's pretty hard to argue that that quote is a very, very poorly choice set of words. What he's basically saying there is, if I win this in games, then people won't care about what I did. Um, and, and if that's not what he meant to say, then that's how it came off. Um, and that drew some national criticism from around national NBA media. Um, and to be honest for those set of words, it's rightfully so, right? Um, I do feel that he seemed a little bit like he was searching for words during some of these media availabilities before the game. Um, he was thinking on the spot. If I would have thought he would be much more prepped uh, about what he's going to say, you know, I'd expect that he's going to have two or three key points he's going to say, and he's going to repeat those things almost to every single question and, and basically give very little that is quotable other than I'm really sorry. I'm just happy to be back and I'm just going to keep my head down. I, I, th- I thought he would just have two or three versions of saying that and just give that. Um, and, and, you know, to be fair to him, he actually tried to answer some of the questions. Um, I have to say, like, he, there still seems, and this is just from watching body language tone, to be a sense that Bridges feels that not everybody knows the whole story. You know, you know, you know, the quote, I know a lot of people feel a way about me being back and I understand that. And it's like, he's saying, but you don't all understand the whole story. Um, and maybe maybe we don't understand the whole story. I don't I don't know. Um, but he definitely I don't know. I said I said this after a media day. I thought he could have have made a, a bigger gesture in terms of you know trying to 
you know, work with some domestic violence charities, but instead of like really facing it head on and kind of like acknowledging what has happened and trying to move past it, it does seem like he's taking the approach. Like, I just want to move past this. Um, and I think for some people it would have landed better if he had maybe just like been a little bit more, uh, open and transparent and and also like been a bit more proactive with after the event of what he can maybe try and do for him for himself for others um but we've not got that impression so far so the Marsbridge return i think got off to a pretty rocky start with that quote um moving on to the game he came off the bench and as he came into the game look there was notable cheers um i didn't hear any boos exactly through the TV screen, and I've watched probably four or five videos from inside the arena, and I can't see anybody booing. Um, I'm sure there were people, but there must have been so few, it wasn't apparent. Um, the the cheer was notable. Um, just an observation, I noticed a lot of the people standing up and really cheering were younger fans. Um, I'm spe speculating here. Maybe that's just because they don't quite comprehend why he's been away, uh, you know, his actions, all of that. I, you know, he, they might not even know it, right? Maybe parents are choosing to protect them a little bit. All they know is Miles Bridges does cool dunks on TikTok and we've not seen him play in ages and we're happy to have him back. Um, yeah, so uh, that, that was just one thing I noticed from watching a lot of the in-arena videos. Um, there was notable when watching those videos, people who kind of on purposely did not clap or cheer at all, you know, and... People may not have been booing, but I feel like staying silent was their way of kind of sharing their view. And like one thing I kind of do respect a little bit tonight is everyone is going to have different views on this, different opinions. And I'm telling you, right, life is too short for you to fall out with people, to get in heated arguments uh, about this. Um, and... Hornets fans have to find a way to move past it, irrelevant of what your viewers. That can be difficult. And, and for some people who can't, I, I, under, I understand. I, I do understand that and I respect that. But I think everyone just needs to respect how it is going to be going forward, that people are going to have different feelings about it. What you can't, I don't think, doing is start telling people what they should and shouldn't feel and what they should and shouldn't believe. At this point, it's been 583 days. You're probably not going to change anybody's mind. All right. What's happened has happened. How people feel, they feel like let's not detract from the rest of the stuff that's going on with this Hornet season, the rest of the players. Um, and let's try and move past this um, and focus on other parts of the Hornet season, other things that deserve to be focused on. Miles Bridges himself in the game. Uh, finished the game, 17 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals. One personal foul, two turnovers. Six of 13 from the field, two of five from three, three of three from the line in 33 minutes. Um, it's hard to argue, right? Miles Bridges was exceptional. Considering he's been away for this long, um, he's looked as good as any player coming back from like an injury for, I don't know, normally a month they look rustier than Miles Bridges looked last night. Um he was, where was he here on the team in minutes now? He was second in the team in minutes, just behind the Mellow Ball, who had 35, Miles Bridges at 33. So when Steve Clifford talked about playing a major role, he, he wasn't joking. 
Now, those minutes were increased a little bit because Brandon Miller got in some early foul trouble. Nick Richards went down, we think, with a concussion after a hard hit from Andre Jackson Jr. from the Bucks. Um, so I, I think he was, you know, played a little bit extra because of that. But honestly, he played really well. Um, you probably maybe thought, like, I, I thought his shot would maybe be a little bit rushed, but honestly, his his lefty jumper looked pretty good uh, from the mid range spot from three. Um, he had some good drives. It was actually his drives were probably the, like the weakest part of his game. He had a few just fall off the rim. And, um, you know, getting used to driving against help defenses isn't something that you can, you know, do when you're working out practicing by yourself. Shooting the ball is, right? So over the last two years, that's what he's probably been doing and working out is shooting the ball. So actually, maybe I should have thought about this more. Maybe the shot will be the better thing early on. And, you know, reacting to weak side help defense, that's going to be the thing which is trickier because that's going to take some time to, to learn, to adapt, to adjust to after a period away. Um, defensively, I thought Bridges played really well, especially in Giannis. Um, you know, he bodied him up well. I think you already saw some of his physicality. He grabbed some, uh, some good kind of loose ball rebounds. So I think in terms of on the court, you probably couldn't have had expected a better return especially in a, in a game against a very good team. Um, so when we're talking about on the court, how do Miles Bridges perform? You really have to give that like, a, you know, an A, an A plus, because no one really knew what to expect. Um, and I thought, especially in the first half, maybe second half, he slowly got a little bit winded and he's gone a back-to-back now. So, I mean, I, I imagine after playing 33 minutes tonight, he's going to be pretty tired and sore tomorrow, if not definitely by Sunday. Again, uh, when they play the Knicks on Saturday. That's two games in two days after not playing at all. Um, but on the court, very impressive. Um, you can already see that it feels like a matter of time until Bridges is in that starting lineup. When that happens, I don't know. I don't know if we'll have to wait for an injury to one of Hayward or Washington. I don't know if Steve Clifford, you know, if he keeps playing at this level, then I think the decision can be made even sooner, right? Steve Clifford, remember here, is coaching for his job. His contract expires this year. There are new owners in place. Um, right now, the Hornets are three and eight, and he knows that if it stays like this, there is absolutely no chance he makes it to the end of the season. So he's going to be trying to get the best lineup he can out there. And I think this tonight only showed that Miles Bridges is likely going to be part of that because you think he's probably only going to get better. I mean, there's, there will have been a lot of adrenaline tonight, but there is not many cases to say that, um, yeah, well, he had a good night, but is he going to be like this all the time? He, he really will only get better. And if 17, 5, and 4 is somewhere around the baseline on decent efficiency, then the Hornets need that in the starting unit. And, and even shooting the ball, that starting unit has not shot the ball well so far. PJ Washington was one of three tonight. Gordon Hayward, zero of three. Brendan Miller, zero of three. So they need they need a shooting out there um, if he's going to be able to shoot the ball like this. Um, post-game, uh, Steve Clifford was asked about Miles. And again, Steve Clifford said he looked really good. He didn't plan to play in 33 minutes, but it's just the way it unfolded. Uh, Miles Bridges you know, said that he was surprised by the reaction in a positive way. Uh, from the fans and you know he mentioned that a couple of times and I think that made an impression on him and that's potentially important like if 
if you're someone and you're very keen for the Charlotte Hornets to re-sign Miles Bridges this offseason, that first reaction really mattered. Because, you know, if he'd come in to a chorus of boos, um, there would have been, you know, just he's human, right? Do I want to resign for long term in a franchise where I'm getting booed when I come into the game? That would have been that would have crossed his head. Tonight was the city of Charlotte, in his view, probably reaccepting him. And I know not everybody in Charlotte feels that way, but it was clear from being, you know, watching the arena, being in the arena, seeing the videos, and see, hearing what Miles Bridges said afterwards. That's how he felt. And he knows not everyone's a convert, but if it's, you know, the majority are and the, you know, detractors aren't too vocal and negative and don't, you know, make just like life unenjoyable for him, right? Because we know how definitely some people can be um, very vocal in their disregard for people who coming from bridges circumstances. You can have the various groups who can, you know, organize protests and statements, you know, if, if stuff like that was happening, that's a really hard situation to come back to. But it doesn't appear that that is the case, um, which is obviously a, a positive in, through the eyes of Miles Bridges. Um, you know, he said, Miles Bridges said after post game that there was a few defensive assignments that he he messed up on. Don't worry, Miles, you're just fitting in with the rest of the team on that one. At least you have an excuse in some terms. Um, the Hornets again gave up 130 points tonight, um, continuing to be the worst defense in the NBA. Um, but I, I was impressed with his play on Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, there was a few times where Giannis, you know, driven him, isolated him. I thought uh, Miles defended well without fouling. You saw his strength. Um, you saw his inability to get beat up the middle, his, his competitive spirit. Um, so you saw all that tonight, which is something that this team desperately needs. So overall, going forward, um, I think you'll see Miles come off the bench again tomorrow against New York or today, by the time you're probably listening to this. Um, what happens long term, interesting to watch. Um, but Miles Bridges is back with the Charlotte Hornets. And strangely, after such a long gap on the court, kind of looked like nothing had changed, um, which is strange because we all know in that amount of time, so much has changed um, for Bridges personally, for this team personally. Um, it was a strange go back in time quantum leap moment it felt to me um just seeing like when when miles bridges made that first basket i was like wow like this is this is the first time we've seen this in almost two years and it was it was a strange thing to see but like what seems to happen these things by the end of the game you become numb to it you become used to it and he's just out there and you're you're looking at him as part of the game as you normally would you know analyzing what's good and bad um, and you you fall into that. It's just hard to do that when you're you're looking at the team. Um, so that's going to do it for us here on this Miles Bridges reaction video. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on the All Hornets Podcast Network on Apple. Uh, give us a five star review. Check out our All Hornets T-shirt store for our quotable collection, our uh, logo collection, and do a lot of the good stuff. Check out allhornets.com. Uh, appreciate you listening. Catch you soon.